Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, Sean, RJ. Good to be on today. Real good. It is real good. Is your is your mood? You're always in a good mood. You're always optimistic, half glass empty. But have you been kind of floating around here the past month or past few weeks? Uh, even better well, mood than normal. Well, I haven't had any problem getting a smile. I'll tell you the. Uh, you know, a lot of times you don't feel in that good mood until you come out of that shower, and, and you've got to make up some things to uh, uh, focus on so that you uh, don't worry about the problems of the moment or the day. So uh, uh, lately, all you've got to do is slip over there and think about this team and think about how it's getting better, think about the uh, great way it's uh, coming together. That obviously was a... Uh, happening uh, there Sunday night that that just uh, can make uh, uh, the intangible thing that uh, can lead you into getting better. And uh, to me, that's what happened. That's why that was so important. Yeah, Jerry, give us your game assessment of the way you guys were able to pull that out with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Well, I think uh, the key is that he uh, rewarded the confidence, if you will, that uh, staff had in him, coaches. And uh, really Dak, uh, Dak uh, before the game with the team talked about how uh, Cooper had uh, over the years been so important and how he had such confidence in him. And uh, he gave the team a real assurance that uh, Cooper could get the job done. I think that was very meaningful. The team played so confidently around him. And uh, he played with confidence that he gained from being around the team. You know, we really <clears throat> can't state and overstate uh, the importance of uh, that confidence and believing because the quarterback's going to make some bonehead plays, so to speak, and that uh, just happens. And uh, the defense makes you do that a lot of times. So having said that, uh, confidence is the word that uh, comes to me about uh, how he played and how the team played around him. Jerry, did you get a chance to see the footage of his dad and his family celebrating, or did you run into them after the game? I did. I did not see them after the game, but I did get to see them celebrating and, and uh, saw some of those shots of them uh, just in deep concentrate concentration nation, if you will, as he was playing in the game, I can imagine how they were hanging on everything he was doing out there. It's it's really phenomenal to me that he could come in there and have the presence of mind to uh, be his first time really to have that on his back like that and play at that level. Uh, uh, that's That's very rare and uh, uh, really exceptional and gives our team tremendous confidence as we look down the road. Jerry, when you see how he played and that the team won, uh, does this factor into a decision of maybe bringing Dak back or resting him another game? Like, hey, we, you know, we might be able to steal another one, get Dak even healthier, or do you not look at injuries in return like who your backup is and really care about that? Well, the thing is that uh, – uh, it was true last week, and it will be again true this week. We want to see how uh, Dak is uh, responding. Uh, we have every reason to think that he's on go, uh, and uh, uh, he should be ready to go. This will give him quite a layoff, concluding the bye week that we had. So um, uh, we have every reason to think that uh, he'll be on the field for us this week. But uh, we should take a look at it and engage how he's responding. He's the key. He can tell you how he's feeling and uh, whether or not he's comfortable or not. How close 
was the call, Jerry? Was it really up until game time, or you guys knew deep down a few days before Cooper would get the start? Well, I think we uh, it was a game time decision. And uh, had he been able to go out there and really uh, uh, have just no uh, sensitivity and no consequences, uh, but uh, he, we were on a, a thin decision-making course here. And when I say thin, uh, we saw that we had the luxury of being able to uh, try it without him. And uh, when you looked at everything at play here, uh, it, uh, it it felt like that we would be conservative uh, as to playing him. And I think that was the key. And uh, had, like I said, as uh, late in the game as the night before, uh, even before his workout there Sunday morning, uh, we were anticipating that he might not be the starter. Jerry Jones live with Sean and RJ every Tuesday at this time. Let's talk about this defensive performance. Arguably the best defensive game that y'all played this year in terms of the tackling, the Randy Gregory pressure. Uh, just speak to uh, Dan Quinn and, and the job that your defensive players did against Minnesota and those weapons. The, the word to me here is how aggressive the intensity. Uh, and it's in my mind, it's led by Randy Gregory. Uh, Randy is just uh, exuding uh, competition. He's exuding aggressiveness. You know, he's smart as whip, and he does have that, uh, I call it that Charles Haley intellect that allows him to, to his his uh, physical pr uh, approach to what's going on. He knows that's inspiring and knows it could be intimidating to the opponent. And uh, you've got to deliver the goods now you got to really be a, a great player to uh, make that pull that off but uh, in randy's case he is he does that uh, foray right near the end when we got those couple of penalties almost got uh, at least almost got two penalties uh, that wasn't by design but uh, <laughs> that had a that had a, a real effect of uh, i think uh, cre creating more intensity for the team that locker room, when those guys came in after that win, I don't know that I've been in one where it was just almost uncontrollable passion or just uncontrollable uh, uh, feeling uh, what they had just uh, accomplished and uh, what they were feeding off of. I'm talking about the players. It was quite an atmosphere in that uh, locker room. Wow. Uh, and, of course, you guys overcame things. You had Tyron leave the game for a half. Diggs got banged up on that final drive. Uh, you and Steven seem optimistic about Dak versus Denver. How about Tyron and Trayvon for this upcoming week? Again, we'll have to see how Tyron practices and uh, say it's a spur. And so uh, uh, we'll take a look at that as it moves through. <clears throat> we should and will uh, practice with alternatives to him being out there, but uh, it'll, it'll really depend on how he uh, does, uh, again, uh, respond to a spur that's giving him some anxiety right now. Not anxiety, just giving him some pain. Jerry, what is Lael's role with the team right now? Well, I'd, obviously, he's an outstanding offensive lineman, specifically, but uh, I don't want that to sound trite, uh, but uh, he's the enforcer. Now, that's a big statement. Uh, he really has a lot of 
the uh, aura that uh, that you want for an offensive line to be. They need to be that for a team, in my mind. Uh, and that is, uh, we're just going to run it down their throat. Uh, he's the leader of that group. And uh, so uh, I think that uh, my hat's off to him, the way he's uh, handled his off-the-field stuff during this past, if you will, year and a half. And uh, he did not have a good training camp because of limitations on coming back with his surgery. And uh, so he wasn't able to really improve and really have the preparation that you'd like to see him have. Uh, but he'll, he's getting there, and he will get there. And this may uh, spur it on because he does have really outstanding position flex. Yeah. Most offensive women do. Some just uh, uh, really uh, have to struggle with it, and that's moving around from position to position. You don't ever want to move two guys if you don't have to. And so uh, he'll serve all of that role, but he's played all the positions except center. And uh, we'll use him, and this could be uh, the time we use him the most. So, Jerry, if Tyron had to miss a game or some time, do you think Inseki would stay there at left tackle, or could you put Lael over there? Could you put Steele at left tackle with Lael back to his natural right tackle spot, or do you still view him as a guard? How would that work up front if Tyron was out? Okay, it was a question. But you actually had your answer. You covered all the bases right there. And um, uh, that'll get worked out. It'll get worked out here pretty early this week uh, as they uh, work through, look at uh, what we're up against with Denver, and then look at uh, uh, what we may be dealing with. And we'll see it uh, practice there Wednesday and uh, go from there. But, uh, you know, our coaches have a good idea of where they want to go with this thing. But, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we'll see how it works on the field at practice. Jerry, I have a question about injury mystery. Like, do do you guys? Uh, Xavier Woods after the game said, "Well, we were we were preparing for Dak. How often? How can you guys tell when being vague about injury status really gives you that advantage to make them prepare?" for Cooper Rush or Dak or who you would play at left tackle and right tackle? How, because us as fans, we're like, everyone does this. How much does it actually matter? Can, can you give your input on that? Well, unless they've got cameras at your practice, they being the opponent team, which they don't. But unless they have that, it makes all the difference in the world. Mm. Uh, you, you have a big drop-off when a player does not get his weekly preparation to play the, the, the team on the weekend. You have a big drop-off. Preparation, the repetition, the just uh, uh, getting your mind wrapped around the uh, uh, different attributes of the players you're playing in front of or competing against, that is huge. Uh, Randy White invented the idea of preparation. And so that if you uh, anticipate a, uh, another player in there, especially at a key position like a quarterback, or you could even make the case for a left tackle, uh, that preparation uh, could make all the difference in the world. And there's no question that you would uh, approach your game with some different technique or some different emphasis if uh, certain players were playing or not playing. So it's big. It's big. It's singularly the best thing I know to keep uh, your mouth shut hmm. during the week as to who's going to be playing a position. 
if there's a question mark. It's singularly the most uh, effective tact that you can do apart from being on the field and just out footballing them. Good answer. And we know you're excited about reinforcements coming. Uh, do you have any uh, status update on Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Gallup coming back? Well, Michael is the closest of the two you just mentioned. Uh, Demarcus is making uh, tremendous progress. And, of course, what we have to fear on him is when he gets out there because he doesn't know but one gear. And that is all out, all every day, every day, all the way, every day, so to speak. But uh, uh, the bottom line is that uh, uh, he is progressing. Uh, don't look for him in the next couple of weeks, but we don't want to say too much about that either, do we, <laughs> in terms of our opponents. So the point is that uh, Gallup will be the first one up between the two. Jerry, uh, the deadline is here, trade deadline. Uh, you know, the Rams made a big move yesterday getting Von Miller. Do you all look at what you know other teams have done and you know prior to the deadline and maybe react to what they might do, division mates or guys you are fighting with for that top spot? Well, I, I think you need to stay aware of uh, what your what your uh, uh, what other clubs are doing, uh, where they're uh, looking to uh, improve. Of course, uh, all of that goes out the window after today, with the deadline over. I mean, the time to trade over. Uh, but uh, again. The the things that I've seen that were really outstanding and made the best sense was when the phone rings and they come to you. Uh, that's all the difference in the world. And it is really hard to go get. You pay a huge price, a premium, when you go get. But if you'll sit there and take it and then something comes along that just happens to hit you right between the eyes, good then uh, that's something to think about there. But uh, I don't look for us to be doing anything today. Jerry, philosophically, how do you weigh, you know, if there was a piece out there that someone came calm with versus not disrupting something special you have going on right now, not wanting to mix this up versus adding something that would seem to make sense on paper? How do you, how do you weigh that? Well, you weigh it. You really do weigh it. And you weigh the impact of uh, uh, the move relative to uh, your overall plan, whether it be the cap or, or uh, uh, whether it be uh, uh, what your plans looking ahead at the draft, uh, just your whole makeup. Everything goes into it. And, uh, you know, that really is what you you have is uh, you have uh, an individual or individuals that's got the whole picture in their mind. And you can't just go off with one tangent of a decision here. And so uh, uh, everything has to go into it, uh, planning ahead, looking ahead at the players you've got when their contracts are up, uh, all of those things. Let me say this. Do you put an emphasis on what you got? Don't mess with it. It's rolling. It's going good. Do you put an emphasis on the help on the way that we have on our own team? Do you put an emphasis that you've got some young players that you really do want to get out there, don't bring a progress stopper, and then by all means you take into consideration the personality, the the ethos, if you will, of uh, uh, who you bring in. They can, they can be very impactful, and it can be impactful for who you're bringing in. They may not work with the group that you've got. Deion Sanders, when we brought Deion in, 
uh, I first went to Michael, and I went to Troy, and I went to Emmett. And I told them about Dion, and I said, now, he's going to be paid a huge amount. What do you think? And uh, they gave me their opinion, and then I got in front of the whole team, and I got up on a blackboard in front of the entire team. And I said, y'all, look at this decision. And I put up on that board how much he was going to make. And I said, do we bring him in? And I mean, it sounded like an eruption. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> there it is. Awesome trade deadline stuff with Jerry Jones. It's at 3 p.m. today, and the Cowboys are rolling. Let's keep it going against Denver, and we'll hear you on Friday on the station. Jerry, thank you. Okay, guys.